for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 115. Thank you. Of That's a Shame. You're very welcome, Isaac. Yeah, that's me. My fellow host. Uh-huh. And that's, that my was me. And that's Declan. Okay, so that's the two of us doing another yeah. show. And I'm Isaac's fellow host. Yeah. I didn't think I needed to specify that because I thought it was implied that it's just good of you to go the extra clear, mile. You know. We like to over-explain here and that's a shame. For the duller listeners to just <laughs> stay on, tr- on track and on message. We've had a look at the old listening figures and they're down. So we're going we, yeah, we're we're to th- start pandering. Figured, we figured it could be that Roblox. some listeners are just... <laughs> Ever tried flossing? Fortnite's good. We figured that some listeners maybe are just a bit confused. We like to jump about a bit. Uh-huh. It's a bit erratic. So we're just going to really break it down for you yeah, guys. Yeah, we're going to become a much more ordinary podcast. Because no. that's... That's what they want. Nah, definitely not. They want us to pack it all in. I think not. They want to chase looking, us off the airwaves. Looking at our emails, yeah. we 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 need to be odder. Ah, uh, okay. To just to match You're the listenership's vibe. Down. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. Isaac's in a shawl for that reason. Yes. Now the shawl is really adding to my audio presence. I think because there's a certain like it it embodies and engenders a real like waviness of the torso that will probably translate to a waviness of the content of the soul absolutely um this is a sort of special episode yeah we, why have we convened in the unorthodox recording venue space? well basically we did miss one last week as we mentioned True. on sunday which is only two days ago yeah ghost and technically way. it was monday so it was sort of yesterday it sure was but also, it's now Wednesday. So oh, God. Sort of How deep still... does the rabbit hole go? <laughs> um, but this week, we're uh, gifting you an extra episode. Another spooky episode, in a way. Yeah. Um, before tomorrow, slash today's, slash probably still tomorrow's. Very well planned. Halloween spooktacular. 2018. Which is nice for several reasons. On. One, because it's nice to do something special for Halloween. Yeah. It's nice that Halloween falls on a Wednesday, which is a... Uh, an episode day anyway. You're goddamn and right a content it is. One. And also because uh, the Spooktacular was, if not the, then one of the first episodes that we ever recorded in this it flat. It was, yeah. Last year, we right here. We were sat outside of the table, weren't we? God, we didn't know weird. what we were fucking doing yeah, why back did then. we do that? That was back before we had the much better system of the table, pillow, but microphone. we could have another table. We could have yeah, used. I know, but it's horrible over there. It would have there. been like a board meeting, or something. Mm, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, so it'd be nice. It's like a little, another anniversary of sorts. Hey, hey, Declan, cut to the chase. Why are we here? What's on your mind? This extra Why did you pull me out of bed? Is about uh-huh. our trip yesterday. Our annual visit. The day before Pilgrimage. yesterday. Who cares? To Thorpe Park. That Park of Thorpe, as we called it, all those episodes ago. In episode three. Was it? Yep. Okay, confirmed. Um... We had been planning this trip for ages. Since we had planned to go April. on, yeah, in <laughs> April on the anniversary of the actual day that we went for the first time. And that gives you a real sense of like the kind of average turnaround. Here, yeah. Shame but then cows. we got quite caught up in that whole blocks prodge prodge yeah. and it was summer and I couldn't then leave the, the house. Thing <laughs> Dylan went electric and next thing you know, it's november i spiraled into extreme poverty yeah oh god (laughs) lest we forget something to witness listeners um 
if you are wondering why I sound mildly chirpier than before, it's because I got paid about an hour ago. And then you sent <laughs> some money to me that you owed me on PayPal, and I duly and accidentally <laughs> sent it right back. And that's that's it. And that's it's mine end. now. That's the final <laughs> by the law of shakesy handsies, no takesy backsies to keep it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so it all got a bit confusing, and then we. Um, I'd mentioned it to our friend Becky, uh-huh. who... Are we uh, going to come up with a name for her? Becky. Well, oh, good one. Yeah. Good choice. Uh, uh, a little while ago, and she'd said she'd been wanting to go to Thought Park for ages. <laughs> More for her. Why. <laughs> uh, and for some reason, specifically with us. Yeah. Even, again, can't think why. It's a double confusion. Um, so we were sort of having to arrange it around when she could book time off work and when I could book time off work yeah. and when Isaac was here yeah, and not well, in Disneyland. No one knows uh, where that's going to be. Disney World. Yeah. No, no worries about that. Uh, <laughs> didn't hurt me on a pure and fundamental level at all. When Isaac was out in Tokyo at the Disney, <laughs> Disneyland San. So we... Tokyo Disney Sea. So we... It took us a while. And then we hit a double whammy of uh, of roadblock, uh-huh. which was that we had plans to go uh, about a week and a half ago yeah. on a Wednesday. And I had booked the day off work. I'd moved a shift that I do in the evening elsewhere. That makes you sound like you Every time I refer like, to anything uh, yeah. I do, you say it makes me sound but like it, an assassin. But it does. Sort. But like this time I was thinking more like a grave digger or something. <laughs> well, you can't be doing that in the you, morning. Yeah, sorry, I moved a shift I do in the evening. Yeah. Um, and and Becky books day off work. And then the day beforehand, the car broke down. Yeah. Like it was... Pr- oh, no. no so it was, no, no. It, was, it was a few days beforehand, the car broke down, and I wasn't going to be able to do it. Yeah. But then I was taking it in to be fixed on the Monday, and we were going to find out on the Tuesday if it was okay and to go on the Wednesday. Would you believe it? It was. It was, madly. Everything came up. Cost an arm and a fucking leg, but yeah. <laughs> there it was. It was ready to go. And we were all set. Went on thoughtpark.biz. <laughs> And what's and that? They out. put up the big closed sign. Gone fishing. You're not riding anymore. And so, yeah, they've picked one day in their otherwise busiest month of the year. And just shut just it. fuck off just said the entire no. day. Maybe it was, you know, like Justin Bieber sometimes hires out the Magic Kingdom or something. Like very famous mm. rich people can do yeah. that. What sort of or Drake hiring out a restaurant so he can fuck a kid? Yeah, that's what he's up to. That's Declan Lane. <laughs> Drake's lawyers are listening, not Isaac. Be it's good. a comedy podcast. It's fair. <laughs> um, what tier of celebrity do you think hires out Thought Park <laughs> for the day? Because ordinarily, like, I would have said like if it were ten years ago, it would have been Jimmy Savile. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm going to say it's like. Peter Andre's mum. Oh, okay. The original mysterious girl. <laughs> As I've always thought. He wants her. to get close to her. Yeah. Well, he was once and will yeah. be again before you know it. So, in so we had to we had to rearrange again. Yeah. Uh, and we plucked for Monday the 29th. Yeah. Um, An we thought auspicious it's, date. Yeah, we thought it's close enough to Halloween that it's spooky. It was after half term. It's after half term. Yeah, it's it's far enough in the week away. No one was going on a Monday. Yeah, apart from the thousands of people who did apart go. From everyone in the country. Yeah. Um, so we booked and uh, we set off in the morning for what Thought Park handily told me was going to be twelve hours of spooky fun because exactly. they open from ten a.m. to ten p.m. Yeah, I mean that's it, a while. It it 
one of the good things about the day was that it was that long and you had that time to sort of like we had a lot of time to sort of wander back and forth and yeah. choose what we were going to do and relax whereas I, i'm thinking about it like i don't know how we've ever anyone has ever managed to go mm. when it's just 10 till 5 it's a ridiculously That's, like ending at 5 you might as well not bother no like what's there there's nothing you it's, can barely walk to one of the rides now <laughs> time across the horrid desolate car park that they call a theme so it was you know we we were we were pumped we were excited yeah. we both got up early oh god did we? Mm. I sprang out of bed. Having, having only gone to bed at about 3am. I sprang out of bed and the first thing I did was play piano for a minute just to sort of get in the vibe. I was yep. like, this is an adventure day. I got up, I, I had a shower while my girlfriend was getting ready for work, which felt perverse because normally I get to get asleep during that time. Yeah. And that's much, that's a really nice feeling. What, that, someone else that is does, having to get up? Yeah, it does me a lot of psychological good being mm. able to sleep during that. That is nice. Um, uh, Becky turned up looking like the Unabomber. <laughs> As she does. She was in like two coats and like four pairs she of trousers. She was well prepared and, for the weather. But not quite enough, no. it seems. It was it was quite cold. Yeah, it's suddenly become very cold in this horrid country we call home. Like Because Saturday was the first cold day of the whole year. Until which I just lived in a t-shirt. Mm. And, and then, then suddenly it was just I'm, very cold. I haven't cold. left the house. Not for me necessarily no, you've been enjoying it um but uh but yeah for everyone else it seemed quite cold we we'd set off and we were having a bit of a, a thing with the directions because here's a cool fact about thought park and and the iphone maps app yeah is that uh it it doesn't take you to thought park, no even when it, it says explicitly it is, though, it's that it really does. pleased about it it's like you've now arrived at your destination and there you are just next to on an a road ski yeah it's really weird <laughs> It's odd for such... It is, like, one of the UK's biggest tourist attractions. Yeah. No, like, well, not tourist. Domestic tourist attractions, mm. I suppose. Um, and yet, you cannot find it. And it's weirdly, like, even in the depressing little town that we should talk about now, Chertsey, where, yeah. where it resides, they've kind... They seem to be ashamed of it, like they're above having Thought Park nearby, when it is surely the oh, only source oh, you're of going, oh, you're going? Are you going to Thought Park? Oh, right, you weren't here for the Chertsey Annual Pumpkin Festival. No. Oh, okay. Because we, we missed our turn off the motorway because we were flagrantly lied yeah. to by the maps. Great big lie. And ended up having to go a different way through the village of Chertsey, which is... For anyone who is a, a British listener or ha- has visited Britain, is proper small town, yeah, British like hot fuzz, yeah, hot fuzz esque, hot fuzz Sanford. with more motorways, mm. and not as pretty. And uh, and there were we were within 0.2 miles of Thorpe Park, and you couldn't find a sign for it for love nor yeah, money. Yeah, it's really weird. A million and one signs for the Chertsey Museum, yeah, which is interestingly fun fact. TripAdvisor recommends you spend less than an hour there. <laughs> imagine, imagine, like such a damning indictment of the lack of content. People spend more than an hour just listening Apparently to us. Apparently, it's the talk. best museum in the country about runny meat. <laughs> it's not really contested. It's also the worst. I reckon if we just wrote the word runny meat on, on the on, bathroom door, I it would just, become the second best. If we best sort by of like metaphor. dribbled it onto the floor, it would people just, would be it, like, yeah, I mean, give it an hour and two minutes but for the Just love of god safe. avoid the moc museum of Chertsey. one of the uh reviews that they'd given it four circles out of five mm. uh, and their Generous. their headline was 
Kill some time. <laughs> wow. Really <laughs> That guy was like for waiting stars. for the AA to turn up. I and just, just waiting around. for the cold embrace of death <laughs> and found no place better Figured to do surely, it. surely be. He was like, maybe this will put it on the map. Man yeah. dies near boring museum. <laughs> That'll add another two minutes to your possible running time. And here. Wow, look, the, the chalk gravel. bat line still barely visible next to the dull, dull innards. So we ended up uh, arriving about... 20 minutes after it opened yeah. and queued and it it was busier than it had been the last time we went at as you said peak off season yeah <laughs> peak off but it's, it, it gets across what we mean it was like the height of loneliness there yeah which is good that's what you want yeah. at a theme park if it's a boring theme park definitely and uh well i think mostly i, I want it to be mostly empty wherever it is i know i like the ambience of the magic kingdom because i don't see people enjoying I don't, themselves i don't want to be queuing for anything oh no i'm not queuing i'm not about that queue life. so we we arrived and it was it was fresh but it wasn't too sad yeah it was, it was all right we got in we started queuing for the swarm mm. well no we should say we bypassed one of the great attractions on the way in as you enter the oh, island, goodness, as they course. love to refer to Thought Park as if it's some like tropical paradise, when in fact it is. Let me just check the direct opposite. It's the antonym of both of those yeah. words. <laughs> um, they call it like when you're there, you're an islander, which seems mm. now that I think about it, vaguely offensive. <laughs> They're like, come on, islanders, for an evening bongo, 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 of frightening spectaculars. I'm sorry about that, listeners. I don't know what it was, and I don't take any part in it. Um, but before you, or just after you've crossed the great big bridge to take you to the island mm. via a sad, sad dome, um, which is mostly like arcade games that oh, no one's touched my. for 90 years. <laughs> I know I am. Sad, sad, sad dome. Sad dome. Um, there on the right, what's that? Metallic. <laughs> abomination metallic mecca <laughs> it's the shark hotel where for the low low price of just 257 pounds a night you can stay in the ample embrace of a corrugated iron shipping container that's windowless blue. of course yeah for sure um, now a third of it's one bed i feel like you're um you're glossing over uh some of the perks Oh, that's um, fair enough because so, I'm quite cynical. There, there was a list of, of perks. Free Wi-Fi. That's example. good, yeah. That's good. You don't, you, it's hard to get that these days. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there was unlimited hot drinks. There was tea. Go on. There was coffee. Yeah. There was, there was tea again. There was, <laughs> there was even more coffee. Another cup of coffee. You could get coffee. You Do you could... think they mean that they just have like coffee powder? It's not like a coffee machine, is it? They no, had coffee no, powder no, in a kettle. No. Although, interestingly, the park does have coffee machines. As sure Becky does. Proud <laughs> to serve from a coffee vending machine. Costa they, Coffee. They they have a Costa Coffee where they don't make you a coffee. They just have one of the Costa Coffee vending machines yeah. and an employee working it. So you basically go up to a vending machine, but instead of conveniently using it. it yourself you give it to someone else it's just the middle who does man. that for the you the ultimate pointless job that robots should absolute have taken boondoggle over. very silly but yeah the shark hotel not looking at its best although i think its best was when it was still deconstructed containers shipping over better products yeah but you get a fast pass for the second day of your 
of your visit. Adventuring. So. Yeah. And is it is that an all day thing? Or well, what? it's not all day, but they can't they can't just it's do it most all, of it, is it? It's, it's like the it's, most important time. It's the first hour. Yeah, and that's at least like they say, that's and at most the best hour there is. <laughs> um, but we passed by that. We went straight through the sad, sad dome. Yeah. Great big Schweppes glass in there. If you are a fan of novelty, enormous Schweppes glasses, you're it's, gonna have it's your the theme park for you. Up. That's at least an hour's <laughs> visit, I'd say. Um, we've compiled a list of points because we don't want to just take you chronologically through the adventure as it happened. No. Um, let's let's just check in with the kind of Angry Birds side of the park oh, you want to talk about angry way. birds i want to i want to gloss over it as much as possible because it's a national tragedy it's that still we're there. too afraid to confront <laughs> as a society um yeah it, it the thing about it is that every time you go there mm. you understand it less <laughs> as, and, as a and, business decision yeah and every time that we've been there since it it was inaugurated which yeah. is twice it's They've committed less somehow. Seems like they're trying to sort of scrub away edges. Yeah, because last time we were there, there were a couple of people in costume Mm. as the birds. And unfortunately, both those people took their own lives (laughs) in what some are calling the Angry Birds (laughs) Suicide Pact of 2017. The Jonestown Birds. So now... Yeah, what's it like? If you go in, the thing... Because there, there's like a little cinema they have that's been taken over by the Fright Nights. It used to be an Angry Birds 4D experience. Um, so there's the Bombs Away Detonator experience, mm. which uh, maybe you could talk about in a minute. Yeah, yeah. we'll do, we'll do. Because, um, God, it was... There's fun. a big sign saying Angry Birds Land. Yep, you'll see that on Twitter at That's a Shame Cost. There's King Pig's Hog Ride Dodgems. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> on every possible level. Which... I'd hate which, it if which, it were not his dodgers. Which I don't think are even pigs. part of like the part. I think you have to like pay for them. They're like an extra Stop, attraction. That can't be true. Well, I'm That's pretty sure that fair. it is. Um, and so if you're there to go on like a ride, mm. there's just luck. detonator. <laughs> and when you and queue for it. that for 30 minutes, when the queue said it was going to be about two, you get 10 people away from the front and they're all shut. This is uh, an announcement for the customers. Uh, Unfortunately, detonator has ceased to function. I like what I like is that he says, um, due to an unexpected mechanical error, like there are expected mechanical yeah. errors. Like, well, we knew we this expected was to drop a, a couple of kids. <laughs> this off is as to much death. our fault as the rides. <laughs> and they said the engineering team was on its way, as if that's a thing <laughs> in, in a park with it's such a, real a limited Batman budget. And Robin of Thought Park. Yeah, so um, that was a shame. So, yeah, the thing about the Angry Birds land is that I think that there will never be a conscious decision to get rid of it Mm. because, like, probably because contractually they're not allowed to. Until, like, 2085. But uh, just through erosion, Mm. I think, it's likely to disappear within the next five years. They might do a kind of, like, loophole thing that you sometimes get these weird, um, I suppose, resolutions to copyright conflicts like the whole marvel sony thing where disney are allowed to have <laughs> spider-man disney own it but they're not allowed to like build any rides based on it until a certain time and in certain like parts of the country mm. it's all very odd but maybe having signed away like that deal with the angry birds devil that will host your land for some amount of money <laughs> i think what thought part will eventually do is just build very tall structures around it 
so that you can't actually get to it. Maybe there's like one way you have to like ask the employees of like the like saddest cafe. It's like one of the bars, the secret bars yeah, like of the a breakfast speakeasy. club that you've got. You have to go through a series of tunnels and then you're like, you can ride the detonator. No one's manning it anymore. You have to like crank yourself up. The view is just like the underside of the new road. Yeah, coaster. just behind the scenes. It's very sad. Yeah, it it's it's quite tragic because it's not for anyone. I think, I think we did say that yeah, in the first one. Well, honestly, no one has thought about Angry Birds outside of the context of this land. No one cares ever. about it. No one's no no one is excited yeah. that it's Angry Birds. Although let's just stick to that for a moment because a question that I posed to both of you yesterday was um do you think there is anyone who is like a diehard like they love Thought Park? Yes. And you both thought Yeah, yeah, definitely. Of course they were. But then if we narrow that down, well talk to me about that first. Why do you think why you well, say because there's there are diehard fans of nearly anything yeah. that could be remotely... Like, there will be people who fucking love the Chertsey Museum. Oh, calm. There man. will be. It's probably people they who live in Chertsey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, that you know, like they say, there's something for everyone. Every church There's someone for everything, flock. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm saying is that Angry Birds is the exception that so proves saying, the rule. Yeah, so I, what I was about to ask is: there, is there anyone who loves? No, who's like we have? Oh my god, Angry Birds land! Like, let's buy an annual pass just no, to go. But no, like, there's not. And if there were, mm. they would be the most disappointed. <laughs> That's because so true. Actually. Because yeah, it, it was so it, maybe there was once. the land and. You know, don't don't get me wrong. And the sort of like totem pole kind of yeah. entrance sign, very impressive. It promises a lot. Yeah, it's a good sign. And delivers. It's a good sign. <laughs> a good sign of a bad. Um, and delivers even less than you could think that it would in your That's worst true. I'd really never consider it from the perspective of someone who is even a passing fan of the franchise to be like, cool, I wonder what they've done with it. Because it's a game built around one mechanic mm. that they've not incorporated into anything there. No. There's not even a ride that's like, oh, get slingshotted towards a Jenga box. No, Like, nothing. there's nothing of the sort. And, and yeah, on the Thought Park element, there's definitely people, because, like, I remember there being a, an item on the news, I think it was January, slow, slow news month, uh-huh. um, about a guy who had figured out where t- exactly where to stand at every single tube station in order to be exactly where the doors are. Mm. And he, you know, he'd worked out which carriage is normally the emptiest and where it was and wow. where to stand. This guy sounds like a very fun, fun chap. Well, yeah, he's not. He's a boring and lonely freak. But <laughs> but he he loved this. Like, this was his thing. And so there'll be someone who goes there and they probably... They might not even be a huge fan of the rides. Mm. Maybe they're just a fan of the like ambience. the law. Oh god, because there's so much. Of it. <laughs> yeah, let's or, just get or like, a brief overview. Or just the layout. Mean? Oh, that's just, also like, good. They, because it's weirdly laid out mm. and in an impossible kind of maze of you can't see any more than one thing from where you are. Which is a shame because you feel like you want to be pulled to other stuff. Yeah, and 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 also because everything is in terms of like geography very very close to you it's a really small park really um it's not like orton towers where you can't see it because it's probably two kilometers away (laughs) yeah on the other side of a great big it's probably like just behind you but you have to go round a sort of weird maze of of paths in order to get there 
but there'll be someone who like has figured out the most efficient route between mm. all of the rides and knows you know, the history of it and oh this is where this used to be and it turned like there'll be someone it's definitely. weird because like there's a lot of that in the Disney world like there are multiple very successful businesses which are just people who know the park really well and like the Disney food blog will just go and eat everything there review everything yeah. like every new item mm. every like special events drink and write up and they get like millions of, of yeah. hits um but thinking that there's the same even like 10 percent of the enthusiasm for thought park just makes me like very profoundly sad yeah well i mean we were saying yesterday that as much as they have gone for a theme it 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 was a really it's probably the only shrewd decision that yeah. they made was that the theme is kind of post-apocalyptic. Yeah, everything's like, oh, this shack happened to contain <laughs> zombie boys. Wow, this this great big pile of rust <laughs> turned out to be a roller coaster. If you just put a slide next to it, on you go. Like, Hope you've got your tetanus. It's jab. all like, oh, we found this in the ground. Yeah, because it does every, look like it just rose up every out. ride is. We were just digging here and fuck, there's a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry about why. Don't worry well, about roller coaster slash swarm. Yeah. Oh God, that swarm. I mean, they're a challenging bunch of nondescript <laughs> predators who, whose sole danger is that they let you they're ride gonna, them along the Is that track you enjoy forever. their presence. Yes. Yeah. Very strange. Oh. Bless it, them. I, it, it does because, you know, Disneyland. <laughs> World. Well, and any Disneyland yeah, sure. does benefit from the fact that the theme was already hugely popular. Yeah. Right. Like they didn't have to work too hard. They did still. Yeah. They did, and they, they did would, a really If they'd just job. been like, this is Disneyland, it's got 10 rides in a line. Yeah. People would still have gone. They'd still for have a gone. While. Yeah. But um, yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd still go now as well. It wouldn't be the force that it is, yeah. but they'd still go and you'd be like, oh, here it is. Like, look, there's the dwarves. Yeah. Oh, I love that ride. <laughs> look, there's the dwarves. What Disney presents. Look, there's the dwarves. Over there. An animatronic see? voyage. See? <laughs> no, slash... no, lower than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but but Thought Park has the the opposite problem, yeah. which is that it not only did it not have a theme to start with, it its name comes from where it is, which is just at the spit of land next to Chertsey. Yeah, and they were going to call which it Spit of Land next <laughs> to Chertsey Park <laughs> Island, and it was only in the final round. It's of weird Martin that they don't that. call it Thorpe Island yeah. when all of their marketing once you're there is based around it being an island the impression i get of thought park is that no one who is involved in like the executive level of like managing it has been to all of it like i feel like the guy who made the swarm thinks that the rest of the park is like that when actually like every individual piece has come out of a very different genre of of like theme park yeah. ideology and and like even on the way in, they've got sort of just before you go into the main section of the park, before you cross the bridge, there's um, uh, like posters on the on the wall. Yeah, and it's like, oh, there's Swarm Island, and you're like, but it's just part of it's just part of the one island, <laughs> and then it's you know, oh, the Walking Dead land, and you're like, these that's, aren't that's part sections one of the park; they're just rides, <laughs> like yeah. they're just individual rides. And that's not even what they're called. I think they've adamantly refused to look into like what any other theme park does, but I think they've heard stuff. Yeah. Like they overheard someone talking about how 
you know, there's like fantasy land, adventure land. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. Walking dead land. That's probably, probably fantasy land is just one man dreaming. <laughs> and you just sort of stand next to him for a bit while he spouts something. It's probably one bad ride. Yeah. And I knew we can theme it around yeah. that. So yeah, it's, it's odd. And there isn't a theme. There's Other just than a, dilapidation. Yeah. And that's decay. not even a theme. It's just uh, an accidental aesthetic. It's just a reality. It's just an inevitability yeah. <laughs> of anything that has so little funding put into renovation. It's great as well. I only just remembered, like, towards the very end, I was wearing my Walt Disney World jumper. Not very, oh, yeah. not as a particular statement, other than a statement of fashion, <laughs> let me tell you, because it's hot as fuck. Um, but a guy who was, like, serving us chips or something. Donuts. Comment, oh, yeah, donuts. <laughs> who was unusual chap, wasn't he? He had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, I felt like no one had really spoken to him for about three and a half years. Yeah, I, I think he was... It was a bit like the guy they find in the hole in the life of Brian. Yeah, where he was just ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, he commented on my show. He was like, oh, brave man to be wearing a, a Disney World jumper in a Merlin group park. And they, they hate them. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. they would. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I say. He was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, I, th- I feel like they've got quite a lot to learn. And he was like, yeah, they definitely <laughs> do. So even their own employees recognize the, it's not like they're under the spell of thought. Imagine park. working in a theme park that pays definitely less than Disneyland. <laughs> I know. Crazy. They just got their $15 living wage over there as well. So I imagine Thought Park, they probably have to pay to work there. Yeah, I think the most so. Part. Um, Talk to me about, as part of this aesthetic, observations you've made about the the graffiti. And you may be thinking, Americans in particular, like graffiti in a theme park, that seems seems like the kind of thing that would ruin the theme. And something that would be covered up immediately. Yeah. Um, Even like if they're not as fastidious as the Disney parks or Universal, they're going to get to it eventually. Like the maintenance crews that come out every night or at Thought Park, presumably every, every season, once or twice... Would have, uh, yeah, would have dealt with it. I don't know. Like, we didn't mention it at all, I think, last time. I don't think we really saw any. I no. don't think it's just been a bad year. <laughs> yeah. People have got a lot to write this year. But they've not. Like, that's the problem, is that there's an awful lot of graffiti around the place, but most of it is most of it is either it falls into three main categories. People posting their Snapchat and Instagrams. Yeah. Um, Which is an my, odd idea, because I'd, I've, I'd rarely take people up on that anyway like even if they're yeah. my friend i probably don't want to follow them on most social media mm. lest they're like well, incredibly interesting interestingly though i think i i'm more intrigued when By it is rando. just a random one just to see who they are yeah but most of them it's like rachel one of them was rachel spelled r-a-y-c-h-e-l and i was like don't there's her. no need to look at that because i know exactly what it is already. i don't like you very much Uh, That's genre one. That's genre one. Genre two is people's phone numbers. Yeah. Call me, Ian. (laughs) Call me, Ian. (laughs) And then a phone number. Ian. Which is, I assume, 85% people posting someone else's number. Yeah. And I I think you're lowballing for 85%. No, I think the other 15 is people who are really. Like, what? Like, oh, it'll be funny. Like, they'll ring me. Oh, it's going to be, oh, we'll have such. What if someone's like actually seeking human connection? What? And instead of turning to the person next to them. Yeah, they thought, <laughs> thought... this will do. Um, and the third is 
10p blowjobs. <laughs> Holly May's 10p blowjob brigade. Which um, is, it's amazing. There's actually something, although it's, a lot of it's really crude. Yeah. There is something quite, I think, unintentionally funny uh-huh. about the phrase 10p blowjob. <laughs> because... It sounds like an, a euphemism for like bad worksmanship. Yeah. But also because there's something amazing about the idea that uh, ev- even the person offering the blowjob knows it's not worth even a quit. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not great, but there's no denying I'm not it's great, literally. but I'm ready. <laughs> and she's going for volume. Yeah, it's rather it's, than quality. It's, it's a good insult because it's it's worse than giving it away for free. You can't even pretend it's charity. Yeah, you still want something for it, but you're not, not kidding much. yourself. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, there's. It was weird, and there was. It was everywhere. It was on every available surface. Mm, lots of them. And it <sighs> maybe it was a thought part. Like maybe that is a theme they're going for. It's like an going? underground marketing campaign to start. Like they're going to start sex worker land. It's basically. It's like what it's like. A, they're trying to Silk Road. <laughs> yeah, could <laughs> their be. own theme park. Absolutely. I, I, I do wonder if we should take just a, a very small, a very brief aside. Uh-huh to talk about what it is about people mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And I assume worldwide, but definitely in the southeast of Essex. That Essex? Oh, sorry, southeast of England. Okay. So inclusive of Essex, yeah. of Kent. Of London. Of London. That there is a Venn diagram in the middle of which there's a really huge number of people. Okay. And the three uh, circles are, have found a space, a flat surface in public. Yeah. Have a pen mm-hmm. <laughs> and want to draw a cock. Mm. Like, what is it? And not just a cock, but the same very basic cartoon cock. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm only ever in one of those categories and it's... I've, I'm great at finding a flat surface. Yeah, like I have a kind of dowsing rod ability because it would. It but would, I never have a pen. Like I'm no, never that prepared. but and that's the bit that amuses me. I think the most is that to me, I would assume that the person who wants to draw a cock on any flat surface Wouldn't would be the least likely to have a pen on them. Yeah, what, what else are they using? Especially the kind of pen that stands the test of time on a wall <laughs> in outdoor conditions. Longevity where, like, rain, of their written thought. Heat, yeah, it's unusual that they would exercise. Maybe they work in teams and they get like, I'm the ideas man. You need to back me up with the mm. logistics. Because the Bobby bring a pen. The only the only thing is that the alternative is much, much sadder, which is that they have that pen so that they can draw uh-huh. the cock pen. The cock on, on the wall. Yeah. It's not I'm not someone who's amused by that drawing. At any point, under any circumstances, I just don't I've always think find I it very like, passe. Passe, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I recognise doing it a favour, but it clearly was funny at some point. Surely, like some, how has it got such cultural cachet? This shit cock drawing. I don't know. I know that it, like it, it's quick. Yeah, it's an act of rebellion. I, it's not though, because it's everyone's doing. <laughs> no, but they think that it is. I guess, yeah. Bless. It's bold. Do you think people like revisit? Do you think they photograph martyrs and they're like, "Oh, this one, this was a good one." Do you, like, it was a rainy Wednesday. I mean, we're going to talk about this. I think it leads nicely onto a discussion of a particular guest at the park. Okay, um, but 
Do you think that there'll ever be a moment of self-reflection about the drawing of a cock? Do you think one day they'll wake up in a cold sweat like, that was really fucking dumb? <laughs> <laughs> not not just that, but like I, I look back at lots of things that I've... Drawn. Yeah. <laughs> this week? No, I look back on thing, things I know I've said uh-huh. or things I know that I've done or ways that I know that I've acted um, and think... Oh, Regret like, you've had why, a few. Why have I like? Why did I do that? You know, why did I think that that was funny or that that was uh-huh. good? But do you think they'll ever look back and go, "I there was a better use for that space"? Like what? Ten yeah. people. Ocean. Oh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. No, definitely they won't. So we were thinking about this self-reflection moment because there was a particular guest in the park and. This was, we've got a little miniature feature coming up later, haven't we? Yeah, we have. It's nice. Um, and this was going to be something I was going to mention for that feature. But one of my favourite points of the day mm-hmm. was... Um, the narrative. The of. narrative of this gentleman. And we're going to call him Green Hat Billy. Okay. Now, Green Hat Billy wore a green hat. Yeah. And it wasn't just any hat. No. Nope. It, was, it was like a weird sort of throwback to when people's hair was made out of things they foraged from skips. <laughs> what sort of hat was it? Like, what shape? It was I the shape know. of, like, a traditional top hat that had been squashed and made out of, like, raggy, raggedy, raggedy green felt. felt. Yeah. But it looked specifically like you'd dragged it through different coloured... Hedgerows. Yeah, and just to kind of give it a weathered appearance. Yeah. It which was... didn't match with the rest of him. No. Um, he had a really horrible beard. Really scraggly effect. Really very scraggly. He was sort of very uncouthly dressed. Yeah. God, all right, granddad. Sorry. Very uncouthly dressed. But he was like that. I no can, tempe blowjob It was weird because I could only think of him in terms of I was 40 years older than him, uh-huh. even though he, he's probably, he's probably older, older than me. Than, yeah. um, he looked like, uh, for a visual reference, he looked like and probably... Th- wants to look like but hasn't quite achieved but he's in the genre of that um death eater associate who's in charge of trying to capture the people who've run away from the voldemort controlled ministry he's this sort of like new romantic cockney vibe Mm. in the last two harry potter films he's the he's the the lead singer of the least popular band yeah that you've ever been to see they had one hit you you know uh, by accident uh, like like Jack Black at the beginning of School of Rock, oh. he acted in that way, like thought he was the coolest, hottest, meanest bastard going. Yeah. But you, everyone else was sort of like... Everyone felt sorry mm. for him. Yeah. Because Whilst the, hating him. Yeah. I first saw him at the beginning of the day mm-hmm. and he was obnoxiously loud and obscene. And like I'm... Uh, listeners will know I'm not one to mind too much about the use of bad language, right. profanity. Okay. But he was, he was using it at such a volume and to such a, such frequency. Yeah. And in front of such young people, <laughs> like it was, and he knew it was sort of part of the swearing that it was performative. Yeah. And he, but he was with a reasonably large group and they were sort of laughing along a bit. But again, no one laughing at him so much as himself. Yeah. Um, you know the sort. Yeah. And then we saw him, we all became aware of him in the queue for Colossus. Uh-huh. 
and he'd Q jumped into it ahead of us. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Um, I I regret the people in front not yeah kicking up a fuss about that. Very silly. Um, he like picked up. There's like an emergency phone on route, mm. and he like opened the door and picked up. And oh, was like, oh, that's so it is, good. Isn't it? Oh. That's such a good bit, isn't and, it? Yeah. And so I just chatted shit down it, and then really didn't clever. put it back properly or close the door. That's fun. That's fun. Then he he had a little one of those like stubby bottles of beer, mm. and he was drinking that, and he was smoking a joint. No in the, way. In the queue. That's outrageous. Because he's, he's a like he's he's a rebel. He's crazy. He's a rebel. He's like a Jimi Hendrix for the Thought Park age. Yeah. Um, and but I I noticed as soon as I realised it was him, I noticed that he was only with one person now. Mm-hmm. There'd been a real drop off. The herd had thinned. Yeah. And he saw across, because obviously all the cues kind of like zigzag around stuff. He noticed across the way, some a hundred people back in the queue, mm-hmm. some of his mates and was sort of shouting to them. Like, oh, my, Mikey. Ah. Then did that kind of licking between the V of your fingers. Yeah. Ah. Horrid to see. And then, like tried to down some beer while doing it. It all fell into his uh, beard. Did it? Yeah, he was oh, like, it was all dribbling down his beard. That's horrible. And, he was like, <laughs> and, and they were like, oh, did your cue jump? And he went, yeah, 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 just in up there. <laughs> wow, proud. And 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 he was like, come on, like, just come up. And they, they all, in unanimity, went, Oh no! Probably won't, mate. No. We'll probably leave that one. Yeah, we're, nah, we're we're all right. You guys are oh, all right. They, there were two guys directly in front of us in the queue who were just behind him and the yeah. one man left with him. The enablers, yeah, the facilitators of evil. Facilitator, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, of evil. Um, but they, I quite like these guys who were just in front of us because they kept letting him get maybe 10, 15 yards away down the queue and they wouldn't move. They'd just kind of stand there for a bit because they just didn't want to be close to him at all. Understandable. Didn't want to engage. I heard the guy at one point say, everyone of the queue fucking loves us. Oh, no. Isn't that, like, that's Why the, do you think that's that, definitely the image that he had of himself. But what's, I don't what know response? because I think it was my fault because I... I couldn't stop watching him because I hated him so much. Were you trying to kill him with your iPad? Yeah, I was like, just like looking at him. him into I was the hoping that he, I was really, I really kind of wanted him to try and start a fight. Oh, Ed Sheeran back there, mate. Yeah. I, I, I was, like my dribbly beard. beard. What, what, what's the problem? What, what, is there something up? Like, I, I really wanted him to do that because he was a scrawny little What if he's fuck. incredible at karate? <laughs> he just couldn't have been. The art of kung fu. The open hand. Hmm. <laughs> No, um, but I think that he mistook that for kind of Adulation. admiration, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we uh, we only encountered him once more during the day, and it was a delightful Flash forward like six hours. Yeah, and it was minus a, fifteen degrees. <laughs> it was a delightful tableau in which he was alone in the dark, sort of spinning aimlessly. Weirdly dishevelled. Yeah. Like he'd been through an interrogation. It was weird that a man like that managed to look noticeably more dishevelled. Yeah. But he did. And he he came up to me, and I think in what was supposed to be an amusing way... Oh, I imagine so. ...put on a a voice, sorry, friend. No, he did a voice. You you don't happen to have any backy on you, do you? Oh, that's jokes. That's really good. And I I turned around and said, no. 
and then just walked on. Yeah. And while we were we were still, I think, five yards away, you went, what did he want? And I, I took great pleasure in going, he said, well, you haven't got any back here, have you? <laughs> I and did wonder why you took that. Looked time. back at him. Just, he just, I looked back at him and he just sort of looked really sad spinning in the dark by himself. He was spinning, wasn't and he? And I hope he died. <laughs> 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 the cunt. <laughs> because, you know, we that was it. We were saying in the queue... Will he ever? Will he ever reflect? Could ever even realize, that? Like, could that oh, even that on. sad moment? I'm there that at the cunt end? in the queue that yeah. everyone hates. Yeah, I do wonder about that. Queue country and like phone music at the back of the bus—they're all in that category mm. of like. Oh, yeah. I'm just immensely curious to find, and maybe if um, well, patrons will have just Interview. heard an episode about uh, me having to do some odd interviewing. Maybe if someone wants to employ me to to find these people. <laughs> You'd have to like really appeal to them because they must know at some level that their behaviour is inviting conflict. But I'd want to cut through that. Like I don't want to fight you. I just want to know what do you think this is. But if that fails, I do want to fight you. If that fails, my pal here is ready to go. I'm fucking. I've got a lot of pent up FIFA anger, and I'm ready to unleash it. Let's just check-in because one of the main thrusts of episode three all those months ago was how to put this delicately that every person at Thought Park is ugly as sin (laughs) and I'm not talking your common or garden foul (laughs) I mean a profound conflagration <laughs> of features <laughs> it was all really odd it know? was yeah it, we we I spoke i think of a sort of a profound ugliness yeah like the kind of committed to but in so many different flavors uh, yeah uh, like a uh a sort of what who's that is it bruegel is it what bruegel bruegel or, yeah or, tarot deck guy. yeah the artist uh-huh. who does all the sort of apocalyptic horror yeah. armageddon-y sort of day of judgment uh or awful like Hans, surrealist whatever art. his name is holbein or holbein yeah um just very surreally horrible yeah. people and just to recap because i imagine most people haven't listened to episode three and those who did don't remember it haven't which listened is to it fair again, yeah um i haven't myself but the the way we came to like the realization was that I think independently we'd both Definitely, noticed yeah. at different points, but not raised it. Cause it's a really like, think about it. It's really an odd thing to notice about an unrelated group. Of it's an odd thing to notice. And sometimes you'll see a family and be like, Oh, that's unfortunate. And you won't voice that concern because no. it's mean, but um, when but- everyone around you, it's yeah. like, it's because the context shifts and because being really ugly was the norm it became quite hard to pinpoint what was odd about the environment yeah so there was just this like nagging sense and then towards the end of the day we were having conversations like it's not just me <laughs> but everyone here is a fucking monster like what's yeah. going on they're really sort of creatures across the the gender spectrum and probably in fact weighted far more heavily towards the men who were in a, a absolute frightful affair? Yeah, and men are, are generally uglier anyway. I think for sure. Um, but there was something noticeably, like distinctively uglier about this particular batch, and and you know, like we said when we went last time. Yeah. So how does it? There was a time? there was a much smaller sample size. Yeah. It wasn't a time of the day, week, or month 
that uh, was conducive to there being people with any sort of uh, cash flow there, uh-huh. we were saying. Um, it's not necessarily going to be full of people who are taking care of themselves. As yeah, they have the resources to. Yeah. This um, time, however, October is Fright Nights. It's like the busiest thing. They open the park for 12 hours. Enormous sample size. Yeah, it was very busy. And all it gave us was a broader spectrum of horror. And the greater certainty of our original conclusion is Which that... Which is that Thought anyone park going to Thought Park that isn't us only is horrid. Only and me. Yeah. And you. And <laughs> Becky. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, just uh, a really... And guy. I think it's possibly better described... Uh, not as a particular uh, ugliness, uh-huh. but as a moral fr- defect, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> a phrenological. <laughs> um, no, but as a a statistically anomalous lack of attractive people. Yeah, like as in there were no good-looking people, and there. it's not a problem. Like we're not. No, it's a problem. Well, that's it's what not... I'm paying the money. For. <laughs> it's not a zoo of of the hot, um, but it's worth <laughs> a zoo of the hot. <laughs> <laughs> Something I've been working on. <laughs> a collection I'm curating for the Met. Um, it's yeah, like I said, it's not an issue, and we're not. You know, we're not super fit. Well. <laughs> Some of us aren't superficial people and certainly not ones to make value judgments based on people's appearance and facts outside their control. No. All I'm remarking, and the the judgment really ends there, is that, like you say, it's outlandish against the odds. Yeah. It, Proliferation. You, you would struggle to yeah. pick that many people who, who, who aren't where at least one of them isn't good. It's looking. like playing a game of guess who, where the whole board has been very slightly, but very profoundly Burnt. melted <laughs> in the worst possible way. Yeah. It, 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 and again, this time it didn't, it wasn't striking me as we were going in or no. at any particular point. But there's just a time of the day where you go, Hang I've about. looked around. <laughs> I've taken Hold a the phone. I, I've taken a cross section of the various lands here on the island. <laughs> Inclusive not a of single one of them <laughs> contained even not a even a single one of them specimen. breaches five out of ten. Yeah, it's really odd. Mm. So that's the kind of aesthetic judgment. What do we say to the overall like clientele likability factor um again no no one breached the five or six out of ten i don't yeah. think you there was made no a, one that... you made some friends didn't you in the one of the mazes that we're going to talk about oh uh, yeah there was a there was a, some welsh girls and the people in our little circle dining table at a funny angle they were sort of tolerable What's this? The the one that goes up and then it's like a water ride. Oh, we'll storm surge. Yeah, they they were they were like reasonably right. They were quite quiet, but yeah, yeah they didn't want to photo with us like the last people. No, I mean, so in comparison, downside. But um, yeah, they were like they were fine. But again, that I didn't ever in the queue or anything have the urge to talk to people. And I I do often like talk to people in queues and yeah, stuff. There's something to do. Um, and if we're talking about something or if we've noticed something or if someone else is remarking on something, then like I, I want to, to, to make a comment or to say hi or whatnot. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, again, I just, I had no urge to get particularly involved with anyone. Yeah. Um, 
And, you know, it's not necessarily their fault, but it's not mine. No, you can't be held accountable <laughs> so for their they, you know, they, they're Apart from that particular man, Green Hat Billy, yeah. um, I don't think anyone was particularly poor. No. Okay. So that's good. Let's come on to the final two points that we have. Um, we'll so start we only with, got two. Yeah, but one of them is all the rights. So. Oh, right. Uh, the Walking Dead ride. Talk to me about that. Um, well, first listeners may remember last time us talking about something that we came to uh, call the worst ride in the whole world. Yeah, it was very, very poor. X No Way Out, the a ride roller coaster in the dark. Exit signs. Yeah, uh, there was a roller coaster in the dark that described itself as an experience of light and sound. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most fucking low it, baseline. It, it really... <laughs> it's like there will and be a, both of these. And as well, evidenced the complete lack of dedication to the theme that mm. if you're going to have a roller coaster in the dark, don't make light the 50% of the experience <laughs> in your own words. Has since had a huge makeover. God, yeah, it's nuts. And and I I mean that genuinely. It's had a huge makeover, but like a makeover, hmm. you can smear as much foundation on a pig as you like. Yeah, it's not winning any contests. Um, and so it has now become the Walking Dead ride. They've built a new queuing system outside. They've built lots a big, of barbed wire. Yeah, they built a turret. Um, I didn't even notice the turret. Yeah, they built a big turret. Wow, well, money well spent. Um, they wrote something about plunderers getting vengeance on the, on the wall. the lost getting mercy. Yeah, so God it's all knows. very good. Um, it's a really good move as well, we remarked, to for them to kind of align themselves with the franchise that, by all accounts, is on is the way dead out. dead <laughs> already. Yeah, much like its protagonists, um, or antagonists, I yeah. suppose. I have never seen it. <laughs> What? But you think there's a fifty percent a fifty percent chance that yeah. the zombies are well, the good in the guys? Well, they're in the title. Um, <clears throat> inside, mm. uh, as we mentioned, there's a real maze of corridors yeah. uh, that leads to the actual ride, and that remains. And it's probably the best bit of the ride. Yeah, I'd read a review of it is. that said the queue was better than the ride, and they really big it up. Like you're only allowed in to the queue to the proper queue. In groups of like 10 or so. Yeah. Um, and they give you a full spiel beforehand. Like there will be no running, like regardless of what goes hey, There's on a little there. video. Yeah, like when we did the laser tag, there's a video like, oh my God, there's walkers behind oh, you. Oh no. And then they had like a TV screen with some hands yeah. on it. <laughs> ah. I, he, he'd barely. You've got it. to escape. But remember, no running in the corridors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they really bigged it up in the kind of pre-show as going to be like this immersive, interactive, there's going to be live actors coming at you from all angles. Like, you're going to be scared. And then what happened was, it was just two or three very long, very empty. Very dark. Very hard to see anything in corridors. And there was just, there was no one or nothing to for At any all. like jump scares not not even a little not even bit. like a bit of scenery no like a dummy round a corner that was like Woo! nothing the ride itself was like obviously they haven't changed the roller coaster it was exactly the same roller they coaster. had a bit of stuttering to it oh, oh, oh. very good oh i i had forgotten thanks for reminding yeah. me of that there were a couple of dummies that they placed along the way yeah 
that were supposedly zombies. Yep, very, very, very they, good. They've made it darker, mm-hmm. which was interesting because it it would it would have been good, except the fact that because they put stuff in it, there was technically more to see yeah. that you couldn't see. But I think they they had little faith in the integrity and quality of their props. And rightly so. Like, so. Right, <laughs> like fair let's enough. Keep them very far away and very very <laughs> out of the light. And it was just an overall like laughable experience. I. My kid, if I had a kid, oh right, and he was like That's four years old, I could have taken him on it. Yeah, and he he wouldn't really have cared. No, he wouldn't have noticed that you're on a ride. I don't think. No, and then the exit again is another maze. Don't which, say maze. It's a straight line. It's well, but corridor. okay, a winding yeah. set of corridors with again nothing in it, including lights. Mm-hmm. Which is scary in a way because it's a, a real health hazard. And then in hindsight, it's scarily dull and devoid yeah. of anything there. But again, you know, I think if we hadn't been at the front, yeah. we'd it would have taken 20 minutes to get out. Because I I knew... You just had little because, confidence in the being and much to be scared of. Yeah, well, I know. I, I knew there'd be nothing. Yeah. Having been to the park before, <laughs> having experienced the way in, yeah. <laughs> I, I had figured that the way out was was nothing. It'd be so charged ahead. Thousands of people in the way out, like a full <laughs> Helm's Deep-sized battle-scale <laughs> reenactment that you're suddenly thrust into the midst of. But, yeah, but, I no. just... I don't... It's amazing that you could spend that much money, yeah. put that much more in, miss and then the still beats. miss all the yeah. things you need to. And that became a theme because we should... Yeah. Let's just go on to talk about the mazes because that's the kind of crux of Fright Night. Yeah, I remember the, like the back to when I was in probably primary school, mm-hmm. but certainly secondary school, Thought Park is like close enough. It's the theme park for the Southeast to go yeah. to, or even like the South of the country in general. And there'd always be like some kid, probably taller than the rest of you, who's like been on everything or says he has, mm. and whose like sister took him to. You're Fright not Nights. still bitter about that? Are oh you? no, <laughs> no, actually wasn't. I didn't used to like roller coasters until like five years ago, so I wasn't at all. Um, but someone would have been to Fright Nights, yeah. and they you would be regaled in the playground with like a tale that was blood curdling <laughs> in its fright factor. Mm-hmm. There would be like a sense of enormity and of being lost and of a frantic isolation. And uh, let's not forget, as as I remarked, thinking more about the what the corporate implications of such a phrase would be, uh-huh. that on the way in, its own sign said, literally nowhere is safe. Yeah, which is really what <laughs> you want. Bold thing to say about your theme park. You're made out of mechanical rides, the sister park of which had crushed off the legs of like three, Several people. Yeah, not a few years before. Um, so the mazes, like even for me, like I'm a big horror fan. I haven't really done much live horror immersive stuff. I haven't been to the London Dungeon. I'd done a haunted house thing at Universal Studios many, many years earlier that I still remember as being very horrid and scary Mm -hmm. because it was a part of it was this big warehouse full of like hanging meat bags and then Leatherface was just behind one and it was horrid. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So I know there's a potential and in the classic kind of failing and success of most horror, the anticipation is where most of the scare is because knowing that it can be really scary, my assumption was that I would be scared at some point. And that turned out to be really 
almost entirely far from the truth mm. with the only real scare coming in a directly medical <laughs> concern for Declan's well-being, we'll which to. we'll get to. But take us through like the chronology and some thoughts on well, the scare we, mazes. Becky, our companion, was... Um, a bit, she was more afraid of the idea than we were. Yeah, she I was, was quite excited about afraid. it. I had a really strong intuition they were all going to be shy. Oh, see, I'm ever the optimist and I was hoping for a good hard fright. I'd been on the saw one that they had there uh-huh. before, which they have a whole building for anyway, mm. um, previously. And maybe that had coloured your expectations. It was like, it was fine. Would you say you were very, very scared? No, not when, I was. Scared. I was. A, I was quite considerably younger, uh-huh. and I went through with my dad and my brother, and it was. It was like it was scary, and it was well done. Yeah, but it wasn't terrifying. Okay, and I was like, "That's one that they have as a permanent attraction, uh-huh. and has its own building." And it was just like, "All right," it was just like, Ooh. so one that they've just set up. At the edge of the park. Yeah. Probably just inside the bounds of what they own. I can't see it being phenomenal. The thing is... And also... uh, uh, Sorry, just before you go on. on, Is that... um, I I had a feeling as well that was definitely confirmed. That there would be no essential difference Uh between any of them. That it was almost certainly that there were... There were like eight. Yeah. Even though you had a big fight with me about yeah, this well, saying there were only eight, four but, but there were more than the four that you claimed there only were if you say so um is that it was just clearly a kind of crowd diversion tactic uh-huh. like if we have eight they can't all be queuing for them all at the same time so there'll be shorter queues whatnot yeah. and and sadly I, I i was right yes they were all essentially the same experience um and what's odd and disappointing is that you have all the ingredients for some very easy fear. Mm. You've got dark spaces. You've got the woods. You've got it being nighttime. It being Groups Halloween. of people who are looking to be afraid. Groups of people who are strangers. Yeah, and who, if you set one of them off, will usually trigger, like, everyone to start getting anxious. Mm-hmm. You've got... Ty- you've hired actors wow. who... You've hired but both performers. Of, both of those words are yeah. tenuous. I You've think. stolen <laughs> teenagers from the nearby <laughs> Chertsey Museum <laughs> of Modern Art to come and convey some character and narrative that let's just remind ourselves they didn't have to come up with on the day. They probably wrote that at least a week in advance wrote. of Fright Nights. I'm saying that someone wrote the dialogue that we heard. Oh, well, yeah, definitely. And Painfully. yet... In a real with, struggle with words, like yeah, in a big fight with language. With all of that... Someone wrote some scripts. With all of that, there was just nothing there at all. <laughs> like, they managed to produce a, a, an end result that was so far removed from the sum so, of its parts. It was so consummately less well than any, any element, yeah. <laughs> Which is really odd, because, like... Even if it was just one dark room that you walked through, like completely dark, maybe there's like an arrow above the door and one guy who every so often would just go, that would be enough to get you to jump. I remember and even that. that didn't happen. I remember my dad and I, over a decade ago now, I think, went to the Tate Modern mm-hmm. and it was when they had... It's an art gallery. 
when they had the big black box. Yeah. Do you remember the big black box? Did you go in the big black box? I don't know. Tell me about it. And I'll it see. was, uh, this was it. Did it a was cloud a huge, no, it was a huge black box. It was just a shipping container oh. that was fucking enormous. That sounds good. And it was lined, I think, with that like Vanta black oh, yeah. on the inside. So the idea was that you just walked into it. It uh-huh. was raised up, there was a little ramp, and you just walked into it. And it was maybe 25, 30 yards deep. Yeah. Probably a bit longer than that, actually. And that was scarier because mm. A, you definitely couldn't see. And B, you knew that at some point you you were just going to hit a wall, yeah. but you couldn't tell where. And oh, when so you looked... It could be a good murder yeah. done in there. And when you looked back out, it was a really horrible tunnel vision of like right down absolute nothingness and then just a square of light at the bottom with sort of people just filtering in. Yeah. That was... That alone was infinitely let me scarier just, than Let me just double anything. check. There was nothing in that box. There were no underpaid teenagers jumping at you in yeah. face paint. Right. There was no There was no story about some sort of like infected water. Or a train at all. Nothing about a train. A bride. A haunted no, bride. Nobody was spitting. Interesting. Uh, we'll come back to yeah. that. Um, and so you don't need, as you say, almost... You really don't need anything in order to make a scare. In fact, the less is more approach is essential for this kind of thing. Yeah, but one of the interesting things that we pointed out was that less is more works, but it it has to work in the right places, and they'd got it exactly wrong. Yeah. So let's talk about the the train one. Yeah. Platform number 15, right? Uh, You stood on one of the platforms for, I think, like the little train service that runs from one of the ride, kid rides to the next. Uh Uh-huh. And then you stepped off that into the woods. A guy beforehand doing the preamble boldly <laughs> claimed that we would be hard. That was so funny. He was so done with he the day. He was honestly just like barely vertical. He was asking us and like the people who we were waiting with yeah. what the what the regular spiel was. He was like, if we wouldn't recommend this if you are epileptic, pregnant, if you're pregnant, what else? And Nervous disposition. Oh, yeah, yeah the nervous, nervous disposition, well. yeah. Um, you will be harmed. The actors will... T- oh, no, no, you won't. What? The actors will touch you. You won't be harmed. Yeah. Um, probably won't be harmed, which I didn't like, that kind of just general sense yeah. of malice. So um, we, we... Low expectations. But then you were met by a guy sort of dressed as an old trainsman who started delivering some kind of spiel, which hadn't happened for all of them. No. Some of them you just started walking... Through. It had happened to the one and the one before. The Blair Witch one started with yeah. a bullshit spiel as um, well. And so I had like hopes for it. Like, okay, yeah, they're trying to take me through a plot here. There's a guy, there's some sort of haunted train situation. He's our tour guide. Let's see what happens. I didn't hear much of what he had to say because he was speaking so quietly and with a very strong lisp. Um, I'm sure it was good. No, sorry, I'm certain it wasn't. But the thing is, is it was a straight path. Yeah. It was a straight path that was entirely lit with nothing on it. Yeah. Right? Ooh. Not even one person in the trees, like, just, if you had one person in the trees 10 yards back, just walking alongside, yeah. that'd be frightening. You wouldn't be able to see him, but you'd hear the footsteps. No, nothing. Let me hit you with this, though. Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Darkness, he goes, opens wide the door, darkness there and nothing more, so... Nothing can be very and scary. Then deep into that darkness, peering long, he stood there, wondering, fearing, yeah. doubting, dreaming dreams. 
no mortal ever dared to dream before. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is but it wasn't maybe dark. the lack of anything was the scariest thing of all. But it wasn't dark. But maybe we haven't realised how scary it was. And also it was just next to a ride, which sort of mm, broke the... <laughs> That's the bit so... that he was too afraid to mention in The Raven, is that he was next to next the incredible to the Hulk roller coaster. <laughs> so he just walked on for a bit, and then there was a, a fake train crash with a dummy underneath it. And a bunch of like dummies sitting in it. Who none of whom turned out to be people like they. Yeah, that was a was real theme. Was was situations pieces. where there were dummies or and mannequins. mannequins, and you're like, oh, one of them's going to move, and none then of none of them, them turned out moved. to be people. Yeah, and like that would be good if that was the kind of Luton bus fake out once, and then the next time all of them were people. Yeah, but no, it was like they'd seen all the setups to horror film moments, <laughs> but then turned off before the scare, and were like, oh, that's probably enough. And then, as there were in every single one of the walkthroughs, there were people, young people with vaguely kind of like black eye, pale face, bloody teeth, makeup. Yeah. Who Slightly had been sh- all been to the clothes. Had all been to the same workshop about if you stamp leer and go, <gasps> yeah, in one go, it will be terrifying. And if you like don't, if you go near someone but not very near them for a while whilst looking at them and then all of a sudden become very close yeah they'll have no idea yeah or even nowhere or even that you were just an actor even yeah. though on the way in they have to say they're all actors and they won't kill you and they will harm you but what was good as well like is that regardless like you said of the setup the premise whether it was the one about <laughs> there was an a ancient ghost. victorian train one there's a bride an, yeah the one um, about an infection like that one's fair yeah enough, or the blair witch like, if you've seen The Blair Witch, count now for me <laughs> the amount of teenage zombies zombie that people, you saw. Yeah. Because I think you'll find it's none. And yet they were there as well, doing this bizarre, as Becky put it, like jazz hands move, where they do like a <laughs> step clap into like a weird yeah. lurch towards you. It was really depressingly similar the whole way through. I, I just I, felt bad for the actors. Yeah. Especially given that they were doing it for seven hours. Yeah, and for almost no money, really. Well, oh, I think definitely no yeah. money. Uh, and I almost don't think they deserve any. <laughs> they pay for the credit. Yeah. <laughs> it looks great on their show reel. Yeah. I I had a, an interesting thing where, uh, because I'm not scared by people jumping out like that, especially in that situation where I know they're actors uh-huh. anyway. I it I it just I don't know how it could scare you. I think because well, it's scary if you don't if you don't see them at first. Like if I went if I was in that and then suddenly there was one where I didn't expect. Like there's no way in which that isn't like oh ooh. no, but like, it's not it's not scary. scary. No, it's, it's not just scary. like oh yeah, but that, it's like it's like bumping but, into someone. Yeah, but in if the street. So, if someone like popped a balloon, I'd be like oh yeah, but I wouldn't think you wouldn't oh, call it a horror. Well, I would give you thirty five <laughs> quid for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so, and in, when you've there, seen them there, there people, for so long, yeah. and, and the one that we went into where it was just the same guy who was just like going around to all the different rooms in a yeah. loop. You're but, like, I, but there are people who they step at them and they scream every wow. time. Um, I, so I'm not scared by that anyway. And I think that I, I look like someone who it's not worth bothering to try and scare. Yeah, so do you ever feel like you got much? No, every now and then, every now and then, there's there's like one person who thinks that they've got it. They'll break. Through. They've got the thing, and they they try. But also, a thing that I remarked to you guys yesterday is that I I have this bag that's here in front of us, oh, yeah. right? This it's like a little satchel bag, yeah. And 
when you're wearing it over your shoulder and holding it, I honestly feel like I couldn't be scared by anything. <laughs> because it's There's such something a, like, domestic... so casual about it. <laughs> like, I just... I was like, they could come in and scream anything. Oh, I could be told some genuine... There could be a real hostage crisis. Yeah. And I feel like I just sort of casually walk off. along oh, because well. I, I just... I couldn't imagine... I it's can't reconcile context. being scared and just carrying this bag. So it was interesting because all three of us, I think, had different approaches. You were in that kind of like casual, I don't think I can be scared. I am naturally... I, I have a weird like disconnection from loud noises and sudden movements mm. from probably from watching loads of horror films from too young an age yeah. where like I register, Oh, that's a jumpy thing, yeah. but then don't almost never like, does it fill me with any feeling much like most emotional stimuli <laughs> in life and almost never. We'll be I coming jump. back to that in every later episode, <laughs> but I'm always really keen. Like I'm chasing being yeah. scared by one of these things. And then Becky was like genuinely really nervous about it. She was like, oh, like concerned mm. that it was going to be really scary. And all three of us had a universally dull experience. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the things that were really amusing is that part of, again, as I said, part of what I find interesting about the dynamic is that you you are told on the way like you know before you go in anyway yeah it's part of the reason you paid for the ticket and you're told immediately before you go in that they're actors yeah and and they use the word actors and then they do really bad acting at you they're all and doing yet, these bad american accents and yet you're supposed to buy into it and be like yeah it is it is sort of happening and I am sort of scared. Oh, I think but, that's fine. But there's no, but I I don't when it's that poorly done. Yeah. Well, it's fine and, in theory, but if it's executed like that, then the problem is and execution. And as I've mentioned on previous episodes, like they require a really specific amount of commitment from you, which is not full, uh-huh. but not none. Yeah. Because if you commit fully, there's nothing they can do for Like that's my other option. When we went into the first one in the day, I started off in full commitment mode, like quick run. Yeah, where the, she's they, like, get over here quick. And you'll go quick. What over. is it? What do you need? But then they're not equipped for that either. So they, have no they can't do it. anything. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just find it really weird because I'm so aware mm. that they're just like, they, they, they've taken a month off oper- pushing the buttons on Vortex in order to do this, probably. I think they're hired specifically for so, it. I, uh, see the, some I, I see think, the casting course. Some I think course. are, but some I think are just, like, people who work there anyway. I think as well, having seen enough bad theatre, there's a certain glint in the eye of someone who knows that, Desperation. that what they're doing is not good. Yeah. And that there's no way <laughs> of making it good. Like, yeah. They might, oh, definitely. there might have been a young, like... McKellen, yeah. McKellen, like, just tr- zombieing about. What could he do with that role? But no. I think no, nothing, nothing confirmed this more for me that, that these are just hosts. Yeah. These are just friendly people who are having to fuck about. Than when we were in one of the Walking Dead walkthroughs, mm. and there were two doors you could go through, and it wasn't <laughs> yeah. it wasn't quite clear which one, and you don't want to go through it in case you like actually end up behind the scenes or like lost or whatnot. And we quite loudly went, "Oh, because we'd lost the group." I I was like, "Which is the better one?" Because I thought there were both options, and and one of the zombies 
in a very uh, non-subtle way. This one. <laughs> pulled apart the curtain for us. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> just like, like zombie showed us the way. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow. Cool. Cheers. Thanks. You've shown me the path and how bad <laughs> this whole experience is going to be. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Um, the one, the platform one ended in the most unnecessarily long yeah, set piece. Sorry, yeah. And this was this was where we started the whole conversation about the like less is more and whatnot. So one of the big problems was that outside where I where you could see for a good fifty yards, yeah. they had loads of actors. Yeah. But that just makes it less scary because it's like I, I can see them all. Like yeah. there, there's that guy. He's gonna, he's jumped to that guy. He's probably going to come. Oh look, someone jumped from behind that tree, and oh, they've gone back behind. And it's not it. like they're going to suddenly change into a giant or something. Like, no. Once you've seen them, that's it. <laughs> that, the only thing they can scare you with is you can't see them, and then you can. Yeah. It's not you see them, and then they do something so unexpected, like tearing off their own limbs. That yeah. You're like, Holy fuck. <laughs> if they this were just a genuine well lunatic, yeah. <laughs> well committed to the bit. Um, so they really like blew their load with the fear. But then they had this enormous, it must have been at least 100 metres. I was. I felt like I was in a kind of prison camp, like yeah. in some sort of servitude for the amount of time that I was in that tunnel. It was just a black tunnel. Yeah. And you had to walk single file, hands on the shoulder of the person in front of you. Which was good which for was you. bad for me because I had Isaac in front who's shorter than me. Yeah. And a like fourteen year old Welsh girl behind me who so was you... also shorter. So I was walking kind of like half crouched, like leaning back. <laughs> people in front are walking too fast and the people behind are walking too slow. And like a sort of Goldilocks thing, you I was I was shorter than you, but then the guy in front of Becky was very tall. Yeah. Whereas I me and Becky are like roughly the same height. Yep, so, so I was absolutely fine. fine. Um but that tunnel, it was pitch black. It was very like well done in the fact that it yeah, was very Yeah well very done dark. guys. You've made darkness. But there there was and I, I shit you not, for the entire length of it, nothing. Not one thing. And all you would need in that is one person dressed in black to not even do anything. But to but just to be just a presence. Be like, a presence. If there. you felt breath. If you just, you yeah, if, if they just brushed past. Yeah. Or if they like, if they then like just ran past, yeah. like up to the end, you'd be like, fuck, like what's that? Or if they had like a length of rope running along the whole thing, like say they don't want to commit an actor to the thing. You yeah. have a one rope the whole way down and you just sort of flick the end every yeah. three minutes. I, I remember that the one it. good, the one really good bit about the saw walkthrough when I went on it was that they had the pig, pig face character. Very horrid And character. you again had to do the whole thing, hands on the shoulders of the person in front. And you'd walk past and they were in all black. And when you went down a dark corridor, they'd kind of be walking down in the opposite direction beside. And so you, you thought you might be able to see them, but you couldn't yeah. quite. But then every now and then, as in the film, they would just lift up and turn on a torch yeah, underneath the head. And you'd see this head and go, fuck. Very and then they'd turn off the image. torch and fuck off. And you'd be like, right, that's scary. Think how little what... effort that takes. Yeah, for how none. great an effect it is to have suddenly a pig head. And yet they had this whole tunnel and there was nothing, no one, not a single thing in it. And it was just, and you're like, that's where you need something. Yeah. Less is more only works to an extent. Like if there's actually nothing. It's not, yeah, it's not good. Is my yeah. The saying isn't nothing is more. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
However, there was one truly scary <sighs> truly terrifying. in the scare mazes. And it's a scare that will continue until we get the blood work back yeah. um, from the National Health Service. So, Declan, tell us about the time that you came face-to-face with, death. with infected <laughs> death. Um, now, we have mentioned that we went on a Blair Witch Project-themed uh-huh. horror maze. In theory. Which is something of a lie because it... It had, it so had the Blair Witch name. But they clearly hadn't bothered to see or even read about <laughs> did we, any of the Blair Witch. Did we actually read Blair Witch anywhere? Was it spelt B-L-A-R-E? Like, did they actually have the rights? <laughs> because they had none of the actual story at yeah. all. Basically, they took you to a bit of the woods. And they had a woods-themed yeah, horror Yeah, and the person at the beginning talked about the Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. And then you went in and it was just... Zombies again. Uh, zombies again. They, but exactly the same type uh, of zombies. Identical. Possibly the same people. Yeah, I think they just shift them around. Yeah, there might probably. have been like three people who just ran between yeah. each one. Um, and so we were walking through and it, oh, look, jerky oh, no. walking, jazz hands. Oh. And I was particularly annoyed about this one because it was the best setting because it was the most like wandering, yeah. meandering path through some woods. Like yeah. you can do a fucking load with that. So then we came to a point where it was just a campsite, mm-hmm. famous from the the, the Blair Witch. Yep. Lots of just lots of campers. Yeah, or loads. Um, zombified campers, obviously. Yeah. Um, you might want to talk about the, the guy who came up to you. Oh, there was a nice zombie who opted to start talking. He was sort of, a, I guess, maybe zombies retain some element of the original person. And I think I must have chanced into a salesman zombie. Yeah. Because he was offering me this tea bag that he had that looked conspicuously new and unzombified. Mm-hmm. And he was going, tea, which is <laughs> scarily Effort. bad. And um, he did it for a while. I was like, oh, yeah, tea, and carried on. But You're then he was right. like, following me for about 50 yards, kept doing it, like, t- like insisting. Yeah. So I turned around and was like, I mean, okay, like, are you giving it to me? And he didn't really respond. So I, like, held my hand out. And I was like, do I actually, do you want me to take the tea? And he was like, oh, no, 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 you can't actually. <laughs> and then just <laughs> fucked off. So I was like, okay, well, what was that? What do you think that added to my experience? Spooky. Well, yeah, in hindsight. <laughs> the spookiest thing of all was that tea bag. Ooh. Was his lack of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. going through the same campsite... I was uh, I came face to face in a very literal sense with uh, with another zombie. Now I I could hear something going on behind with Isaac and the Isaac tea auction, the twinings man. And I was sort of like turning to ask and was sort of speaking. Like, Are you all right? Like, what's going on back there? Yeah. And well, as we, my, sorry, were you, were you pretty spooked by? by no, I was just wondering what oh, on okay. earth was going it's on because you, seemed, you seemed really annoyed. Yeah, well, I didn't. Right I got fully, fucked right out of my teeth. So, yeah. I didn't even want. Um, and as my mouth was incidentally open, <laughs> uh, Your Honor, <laughs> uh, one of the so-called actors uh, who'd probably seen the Friends episode with Gary Oldman as the oh yeah the tins of tuna yeah found this in your pack. Uh-huh. Um, yelled some kind of plosive. I think it was like, please! Uh, okay, classic zombie. zombie yeah, chat. in my direction. But in so doing, hurled 
such a godly <laughs> volumes of spit. And where did it go? Directly into my mouth. Wow. Like, because the thing about spit, I think it's, I think it, it, it's not just spit. I think it's all bodily fluids. Uh-huh. You know, you name them, it, it's correct for them. They're warm. Oh, for sure. Right? But, Mere milliseconds after leaving the body, they're unholy and cold. Yeah. Um, and it it smacked, splattered onto the inside of my mouth mm. with such... Painting the walls of your cheeks. I yeah, suppose. with such an unreasonable mm. and, uh, dare I say it, nauseous coldness. Nice. That Talk to I, me about the viscosity. Thick. Good. Just wanted to check. Thick and unhealthy, I'm saying. Um, and he then just wandered off. And I did say very loudly at the time, <laughs> he just spat <laughs> in me. Like, he just spat in my mouth. This, for me, ruined... I don't think I was immediately aware of what had happened. But once I found out, which was still in the maze, like, yeah. the image of you just <laughs> meandering through the world's least spooky woods... Only to get your mouth spat in. Worried about hepatitis. It's, it's just so entertaining to me. It's the one Blair that I hepatitis worry. I think because I picture you as more confused than angry. Well, I was. It's such a weird. Thing I was, and to like, happen. there's not even any opportunity to be angry about you can't, it. What can you do about it? You can't give it. I'm back. Not, you can't, and you can't start a fight with a guy in zombie face paint yeah. getting paid less than minimum wage in the middle of the fucking maze. And I was just like. I was so done with it. <laughs> I was I was too bored to be angry. I was so unscared that I was just like, what, whatever. <laughs> I, I guess. And, sure. and at this point in, in my life, and and with my luck, like it's not even a surprise <laughs> that I can if you pay, that I can pay for a day out and and have someone be rewarded with spit in the mouth, <laughs> be rewarded with being spit in. Yeah. Right in you. Yeah. Right up in your I'm gob. not like in, in, in a metaphorical sense, in no. the literal open mouth. Oh dear. This was then compounded. The one-two punch. Yeah. <laughs> By Declan <laughs> being I was, I was again turning round to speak to Isaac to, to let's, let's remind ourselves, <laughs> tell him I'd been spitted <laughs> by an underpaid freak. <laughs> Underpaid, possibly infectious. <laughs> Definitely, like, hepatically failed actor. Yeah. When I rounded a corner, and as I turned back, an actress of yeah. unfortunate size and stature uh-huh. <laughs> ran ran into me. Yeah. As I turned back, and she kind of rebounded off me, <laughs> and I looked up in... In was it, surprise, sorry, was it fright? Uh, not fright. Oh, okay. Surprise and annoyance. Because there were surprise, surprise and annoyance mazes. Ready to sort of say, did you know I'd been spitting? <laughs> Is it your go and next? I, and I didn't even have a chance to say anything before she yelled at me, reprimanded me <laughs> with the cry, "Do not touch the actors! You have been warned!" And then just sort of and fled. then wandered off. Yeah. Accusing me of having somehow touched <laughs> Molested her. Molested her. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely me too her. 
And I, right, uh, what, with a mouthful of another man's god. Exactly. Well, it just makes me look guiltier than ever. Yeah. And I just spume in the mouth. I can't believe that I managed to a be so so unfathomably the victim <laughs> of a spit-based attack, and then also accused of some sort of attack myself <laughs> in the space of about ten seconds. Yeah, not even really powerful moment. Of, I, of life. I did. I, I did do a tweet about it, as yeah. some will have seen, and and I have been in a back and forth with uh, with 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 Twitter about it. And and like I I know that the guy wasn't trying to spit in my but mouth. You want his head? Uh, no, and I don't. And and especially kind of like this time of year, I remember I have a a very um, visceral memory of uh, going on a school trip, and uh-huh. we were coming home. Uh, on like the coach and we were going along I think it was the 127 it's just a, like an A road in, in Essex that leads from London to Essex and there was a guy driving a, a truck there were two guys driving a truck next to it and some of the kids at the back of the bus were like having a laugh with him like they were joking like yeah. doing like rude hand signals back and forth and they were like the guys in the truck were just like joking along with them Um and then one of the kids on the coach like took a picture mm-hmm. and then another rang the number on the van and like dobbed them in for swearing at kids on the coach oh, in God. like late November. And I, what a scab. I, I, it was like, I, can't, I think we were only like 14 or something. And I, I remember kind of laughing at it a bit and the kid next to me was, had like a really miserable face and I was like, you're right. And he was like, just don't agree with getting someone fired this close to Christmas. Like, oh, what a mature! Re- yeah, little. and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a very good. You're point. right, and ever since, I, so like, right. I don't want. But at the same time, I'm not being spat in and getting nothing out of it. Yeah, I mean, what our angle really is, we want some free shit from the Thought Park, and, uh, and I, none of it should have spit when, in or on it. A reply to my tweet from someone who I know, kind of like only through Twitter. Um, showed that they'd retweeted it and sent and a, a WhatsApp friend, message. Yeah. No, no. Uh, they'd retweeted it. And one of their friends had seen that oh. screenshotted it and WhatsApped them saying this, the exact same thing happened to a guy I work with. That's it's a so pandemic. Funny. So I, in my message to Thought Park, I said, look, I fully recognize that this wasn't a malicious attack and that spittle is common when enunciating, but the volume <laughs> was quite large. <laughs> and it seems from one of the replies to my tweet that this has happened to other customers as well. It would appear, therefore, that at least one actor is playing it pretty fast and loose with what he slings into people's open mouths in the name of horror. <laughs> <laughs> so oh I'm hoping to get at least some... At least a at week least of the one hotel. <laughs> yeah. At least an hour and a half of fast passes. Yeah, stuff. and I, I want it on record that I never touched that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, look, it remains only to segue into the feature I've stolen. Did we have nothing else to talk about? I don't think wow. so. I think that's all the main things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, we went on really. the teacups. That was good. Spam them very teacups. fast. Teacups. There was... Um, it was a contender for one of my highlights, but there was a, a kind of young, a teenage Asian boy yeah. on the teacups just before we went on them. Yeah. Who he clearly wasn't familiar with the concept. Or he the was ride. and had found his own um, vibe. Was just, yeah. His own vibe called Let's Not Spin yeah. Even Once. <laughs> and he was sat with his hands on the on the plate in the middle of it. He the used dashboard. to spin the cup, uh, but almost in a kind of, 
like when you're interviewing a prisoner or something. I thought it was like a meditative solace. That his... feels almost a bit racist. I don't think it is at all. He just looked like he was very, like, just happy to be there. Yeah. He didn't care about Happy to be thing. free. <laughs> he didn't care about yeah. rotation um, in any we, form. We tried. We tried yeah, to I, convince we like him to spin. Like, you can... Doing hand you gestures. Can, yeah. And, and he just sort of spin, smiled and carried just on. Just stared dead-eyed ahead. And, I, you know, I mean, good I on him in a way. I really respect him for that. But, I, you know, I, I feel so like... I spat in his mouth. <laughs> sent him on his way. <laughs> spat him on his mouth. Accused him of assault and <laughs> ran the place. Called ice. Yeah. That's what you've got to do. Um, my pal... Jay, who uh, is a student of mine, we also have these like dates every so often. I don't like when you use breakfast. the phrase a student of mine because it makes you sound In like you think hearts. you're a sensei. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, we have these like breakfasts every so often where he just makes me amazing Indian food to eat, which is just great. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has this thing he likes to do where you have to think of like three things that have happened recently that fall into the following categories, the highlight, the low light, and a slap someone in the face moment, which is not one I obviously like highlights and and low points I'd come across, but this slap someone thing is really, it's on brand for us. Yeah. So we thought we'd apply that logic to Thought Park. So why don't you start with your highlight? Um, Well, or should we? Yeah, no, no, I I like to start with the highlight. Sure. Um, uh, I, I've got two. Uh, I, one I was going to mention when we were talking about horror mazes. Yeah, and I, fine. So uh, one was that before we went on the first maze, which was during the day, so yeah. that Becky could get a feel yeah, well, we just for what was going on. Wanted we to went see how one that was called Dead Creek Woods, was it? Sure. Deadwood Creek. I can't remember. It was bullshit. So mm, nonsense. <laughs> uh, theme was uh, infected. Kind oh, of it zomb- was really cool, actually. They had these zombies. Yeah. And that was they it. They would just jump at you. Yeah. Um, but I remember that we were queuing and Isaac was loath to go on it at this time of day. Yeah, because I, I wanted to get a proper on. frightening experience, which turns uh, yeah, out you would were, elude uh, me. Like, this was part of the reason why I thought, go on one during the day and get it out of the way. Like, give you a, an idea of what they're going to be like. Because like you, expectation you were, management. Yeah, you really, like, did seem to think you were going to be scared by I was really and, hopeful. Well, you were wrong. You were very stupid to me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we went on. But I remember that another of his complaints... Uh, of which there were many, might be a theme, was that he really needed the loo. And he was like, do you think there's a, a loo in there? He joked. That's a joke. Think there's a bathroom on, yeah. in the woods. And and then when we walked through, for no reason, <laughs> we, there was just a large segment where the only prop was loads <laughs> of toilets. Ten different toilets. <laughs> like, okay. Just scattered all over kind of the place. We're like, Isaac. And I, I didn't partake. I can see the next zombie's not for another 40 yeah. yards. If you need a piss, <laughs> you're safe. Yeah, so I enjoyed that. The other was, um, I think probably uh, my favourite ride of the day, yeah. was uh, Quantum. Go on. The magic carpet. Ride. F- themed mm-hmm. <laughs> ride. Um, which is a very simple ride. It's a flat kind of table-like surface. Yeah. Um, and you sit um, on either half kind of facing the middle. Uh-huh. And then it uh, moves round. Well, it starts just sort of swinging. Yeah, like you're going and then forwards and backwards. It goes and higher and higher and then it goes all over the way the top, over the top. And then it swings back and goes over the top the other way. But the more comical thing about it is that I am rather a large person Mm -hmm. and Becky, who I was sat next to and therefore sharing a safety restraint with a lap bar with is kind of next to nothing. (laughs) Like (laughs) a a, a sort of, certainly when we, we hit kind of the stomach point, 
an almost uh, a theoretical person. <laughs> um, and so when I sort of pulled it down initially, she had more room than people have in their beds. <laughs> most to of slip them. out of she the just like fly around. Whee! She could like stand up. She could do a dance. So uh, initially it was like, right, well, I'll hold on and make sure you don't like fly away. But then a guy came around to check the safety restraints and with no regard for my, I think, safety or comfort, <laughs> just like put his foot on the bar and just, like pressed it in God, to the it. point that it, it, it was... I was I could not move uh-huh. or indeed breathe very well, <laughs> and Becky was still equally as unsafe. <laughs> so we we did this ride, and despite being sat touching one another, yeah, it we couldn't have had more different experiences of the ride. Which was that every time we got slung forwards, I burst a new part of the intestine. <laughs> I found and destroyed, and she slipped and slightly I, yeah. closer to. And death. I, I, I was laughing so much at it, and I. It's weird. Like I've always found that ride so funny because it, it is a bit shit, but it's also like it, it is a lot more There's than something it quite looks absurd about it because you're sitting in like auditorium seating, yeah. facing another looking person. people, at yeah. uh, people as well, yeah. Uh, but I, I was laughing at this and the weird situation with our very disparate levels of restraint, but I couldn't breathe in properly. So I was also getting a bit lightheaded <laughs> from like, I was just laughing a lot and going, <laughs> and then Becky, I was still having to hold on to because if it went forward, she was like flown 10 <laughs> yards further, then backwards Whee! into the seat. It was just, and then Isaac was, was next. I to just it. had so a whole seat he to had, myself. He had the bar like, very comfortable. comfortable, but it meant that he was going side to side like a mad cunt. I was doing that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just exploring. Just, just like go wherever he wanted. My two person yeah, seat had a real me. plane of movement there. So we must have looked like such a trio of a freakos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one of my rejected highlight was the very last thing we went on, which was the one that you helpfully informed us was the one we were most likely to die on and then oh, explicitly yeah. detailed the way in which you'd seen one yeah. in germany break or something i think it was a fair in the u.s i think um so that was fun but i sat on my own for this one again actually and um i think i was really tired at this point i'm really cold yeah. and so i just developed this really detailed spontaneous fantasy that i was controlling this ride because the setup was is that why my bar wasn't locked? Yeah, I'm afraid so. I won't explain the whole way the ride works, but basically there are about 30 people in a circle. Yeah, it's like a circular... It's like an arm with a claw Yeah, with like you sitting in a circle. And the start was it just like the floor lowered about eight feet. Yeah. And then the whole thing was just rotating really slowly. It was like some weird seance. Mm. And I had like intense direct eye contact with the person opposite but about 40 feet away. Yeah. As we all just started rotating and then it became more chaotic. So I enjoyed that a lot because it made yeah. me feel very powerful. Becky didn't because I mentioned to her just before the ride left that I'd taken a quick look round and mine was the only bar lock safety light that was off <laughs> on the whole ride. And she was like, do you want me to call someone? And then, as Isaac said, the floor went, and went oh, down and the ride started off, moving. And so I was like, and I just, I, I really casually just went, nah, uh, don't worry. Like, it's my time it's meant to, to be. It's meant to be. <laughs> And then I like soon after it started going, I looked up and it was on. Yeah. Like I don't know like quite why it had been off or whatnot. No one's sure. No. 
but I I forgot that she couldn't see this. Uh-huh. And so the ride went and I like quite enjoyed it. And then we came to a halt and I looked and she was like almost in tears. And I was like, are you all right? And she went, I'm very cold and just spent the whole thing thinking you were going to die. So paralyzed <laughs> by cold and fear. Yeah. And I looked over at Isaac who... I didn't know he'd been having this fugue Power state fantasy. where <laughs> altered state yeah. where he was controlling it. Oh, some and sort he, of wizard. He he looked kind of really almost upset, like he'd just been told some really bad news mm. on this ride as it came to rest, just staring quite seriously forward. Well, you had to channel and, the power. And because you were next to a stranger, I was like, what do they think he's thinking? <laughs> What's their opinion I of this man who got on the this. ride, sat next to them, said nothing, stared forwards, but seemed to be Very doing some intently. weird, like, <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch Doctor in Strange, Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, movement. I wasn't doing that much. Um, but the highlight I actually went for was the concept, so it's a conceptual one, of developing a theme park built entirely around climate change hey. denial, <laughs> yeah. which is an idea that I don't really remember the genesis genesis of, but just came yeah, after we'd eaten. Yeah. And um, it's just tickled me ever since. Like the idea that you try and get a load of people in to some sick rides that have as an underlying <laughs> subtext that fossil fuels are the only Still way out. Still the way forward. <laughs> um, we'll go into my low light, which yeah. is plainly well it's twofold uh, the first one is just being so cold for such a long time mm. and also did i mention that i really did my elbow in on one of the mm. ones i don't think i brought that up you you did mention yeah. um what not in every queue that we went into afterwards oh, don't worry about it losing my lip balm on samurai it flew oh, right out the old no. pocket yeah really and it wasn't one of my better ones and i'll be honest it had neared the end of its life oh well there's a sentimentality attached to anything that you rub on your lips that frequently Oh, yeah. As you'll know from that, as you told your girlfriend, you. <laughs> and um, yeah, uh, you know, it was it was unfortunate. Yeah. Part ways like that. My, my low light was that we went on the Darren Brown ghost train VR experience, uh-huh. and neither of my headsets worked. So it was a silent you, experience. You put a, a headset on for half of it, then you get off the train, you go round, and then you get on again and put yep. it on. And despite the fact that I sat in two completely different seats, I managed to find ones where I couldn't hear a fucking thing for any of it. It did lead to some quite cool listening to all the bullshit that people just on the ride were saying, because it's, it's really odd that you're supposed, you're hearing things really loud when it's working. Yeah. So you have no experience of what anyone else is, but obviously when you, I just took mine off for a Mm. lot of it. I was just looking around a bit and it's just, a room full of mostly quiet people, not moving very and much, so but saying, oh, ah. oh, dear. And then, and then one guy just going, oh, it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. It's like great. he's seen some, some offensive modern art. Yeah. It was weird. <clears throat> God. Tell um, us about your final thing, your... My slap someone in the face moment was something that I blocked out of my mind almost instantly. And mm. I meant to tell you at the time, but... Oh, yeah, didn't. yeah, yeah. Um, it was towards the end of the evening. And we just purchased some food, all of us, mm-hmm. some chips and a hot dog, respectively. And a gentleman uh, who'd kind of done the same thing just before yep. was at the source station. And he proceeded to load up his hot dog with all the available sources, which, you know, okay. not my choice. But, but fair dues. To each their own. Yeah. But what is my choice is that I will not, cannot stand to coexist with a man 
who does that pours the sauces all on the hot dog. Lick them off. From tail no! to tip of that oh! hot dog. Just licked them all off and did it again. That is freakish. Did it again? Yeah. What's that about? It's so like it's like when, he got the hot dog as just a plate to lick sauce. Maybe he did. To lick communal sauce that he anyone threw the could hot have dog used. And, straight, and onions straight, straight into the into open gaping the mouth bin. of the nearest zombie. So that was upsetting for sure. Yeah. My slap someone in the face moment. Let me sorry, let me just check. It was in my note here. Uh-huh. It was uh It wasn't that. Oh, that's it. It was Isaac moaning about his fucking <laughs> elbow for the whole cunting night. I don't think we that went on this is. ride, Samurai. Yeah, it wasn't anyone's favourite. I ride, didn't hate but it. It's it was. Not it was fun for me. It was actually very comfortable. It's another ride where Dick like, said his harness was failing. It's quite fun because it. There's. You should look it up if you've never been on it. There's a lot going on. But yeah, the, well, the thing is, is that to look at it, there's not loads going. But on. when there's you're on spinning, it. when you're on it, it puts you at such an incredible number and variety of angles yeah. that you assume looking at the design of None the of them at much speed. would be impossible. Yeah, it's not sort of very like, fast. It's but... like if you've ever used 3D modelling software, which I recognise as a niche okay, thing to yeah, go on. There, you get to like play, or like play The Sims. There you go. Yeah. Sims building mode. You can like grab an object and like rotate it in every axis. It feels like someone's yeah. just doing that to you for three minutes. Yeah. And it, like, it was quite fun. I, I really I, enjoyed it. My experience was preemptively coloured by he seeing a man like it. pass out. Oh, yeah. Well, the ride came fault. to he a stop clearly... and he was just limp in the seat. Yeah, he was no clearly weak of spirit and body. I guess so. Um, but yeah, we went on this ride. Becky was very cold and, and felt I was very cold. afterwards. Eyes, it was cold. Everyone was fucking cold. It was, <laughs> wasn't even that cold. At that it was point. very cold. It was about two degrees. But Isaac, we, we left and, you know, Becky was feeling ill and Isaac decided to chime in. I don't know whether he just, he didn't like that all the attention wasn't on him or something. <laughs> I love it when they With the fact awesome. that, that his, you know, he, oh, he, he banged his elbow. He, he hurt his little elbow on it. Yeah. And well, then subsequently, well. in every single queue for the rest of the night. It's just if something there to was, talk if there about. Was, if there was even the slightest <laughs> lull of the conversation. Anyway, about we, his elbow. You no, know, it wasn't even that. It would be that we'd, we'd talk about something for a bit and then probably like, uh, there, there'd be that thing where there, we'd sort of laugh at something and then it would go quiet. And after just a bit too much time to go, and, and you know, my, my, and God, my elbow is still, elbow, still hurts after that samurai. And I was like, crazy. for fuck's sake, like it clearly, like you didn't do anything real to it. I'll be honest. It didn't hurt much. Yeah, exactly. I, and if well, at all. I could tell <laughs> because you only remembered it when you decided that people <laughs> that needed to bored. feel sorry for you again for a minute. No, I was just provoking so was, some, you know. I was just setting you up for having a slap in the face moment is what I was doing. No, oh, the other slap in the face moment, I, I suppose I didn't think of it as one because I never saw the person in question, uh -huh. but was uh, that I, <laughs> I I had a bathroom break yeah. at one point and um, there was a guy in the cubicle next to me who decided to charge out like some sort of crazed hippopotamus. Wow. And in so doing smashed himself against all the cubicle walls with such force that it knocked my door 
off of its bottom hinge. Oh, no. So the door then swung to an angle, which meant that it unlocked, which meant that it then opened completely while I was still inside. So I was on the toilet having to, like, kick the door shut and try and lock it and put it back on the hinge. So that not person, even knowing at that point that you'd go on to have your go on mouth to be let's <laughs> lest we forget spitted, spitted into by <laughs> like an a common receptacle <laughs> saliva filled freak. It's been a long episode. Um, this is our longest episode ever. No, is it really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Bloody hell! Well, there you go. Maybe we'll cut into two. Will we? No. No, okay, no well. I think we'll release it as a nice long special. Cool. Well, enjoy that, guys. Um, no plugs other than Twitter. That's Shamecast. Patreon is... What is it? Shame it's City. It's patreon.com slash shamecity. Uh, yeah. See you next time. Love you.